Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World, America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. JetBlue announced this week it's going to add premium seating on its flights between New York and California. That's a big departure for an airline that's always been an all-coach airline. And Airbus's answer to Boeing's Dreamliner, the giant Airbus 350, A350, took its first test flight in France this week successfully. Airbus hopes to blunt the impact of Boeing's new plane as the two mega manufacturers battle to dominate the next to dominate the next generation of wide-body plane purchases. Look for the A50 in the skies in the second half of next year. Coming up this hour in Rudy Max's World, the four basic rules to avoid sky-high charges when using your U.S.-based cell phone abroad. And is Mount Everest being ruined by too many climbers? Does America suffer from vacation deficit disorder? Well, Arthur Bill Chalmers, creator of television's annual Global Scavenger Hunt, argues the answer is a resounding yes. And is the definition of luxury travel changing? George Morgan Grenville, the CEO of Red Savannah, it's a UK-based travel agency that caters to the smart set, will be with me. He'll be in the house to explain. Plus, I'll have my deals of the week at the end of the hour, as always. First, a couple of travel news items that came across the Mojo Wire this week. Well, Las Vegas made me known as Sin City, but an online real estate brokerage firm called Movoto Real Estate begs to differ. The company took a look at America's 100 biggest cities in light of the seven deadly sins, which, in case you can't recall them offhand, are pride, lust, greed, envy, wrath, gluttony, and sloth. Guess what destination came up as the country's real sin city? St. Louis. What? That's exactly what I said. Here's how Mavoto broke it down. For wrath, St. Louis has the largest number of violent crimes per 1,000 residents, and except for Honolulu. No, excuse me. No, that's true. Violent crimes. And envy was measured by the instance of thefts per 1,000 residents. Honolulu had the highest rate of thefts, but St. Louis came in second, apparently. St. Louis was tied for third with Orlando for sloth, though that yardstick's a little suspect. The percentage of residents considered inactive by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I don't know. If you've got a disease, it may not be sloth. It may be a disease. Anyway, you might think the city fathers of St. Louis would be offended by this finding. Nope, they're not. The mayor's press secretary, Maggie Crane, said that 15 years ago, people complained that St. Louis rolled up the sidewalks. We've come a long way, she said. Of all the lists we make it on, she said, this one is most likely to help tourism. A Texas woman is suing Continental Airlines for more than $170,000 after she was burned by hot coffee on a flight from Madrid to Newark in 2011. According to court documents, a flight attendant put a cup of coffee on uh, the plaintiff's tray table, and the passenger in the seat in front of her slid when he reclined, or slid his seat back, he reclined his seat, causing the coffee to spill and burn the plaintiff's inner thighs. The situation was allegedly aggravated because the victim reportedly suffers from multiple sclerosis and couldn't move out of the way to avoid getting burned. Well, I know very few American travelers who, having used their cell phones abroad, don't return home to find themselves astonished at the rate of charges, or at the charges they rang up while they were out of the country. Mark Weber Tobias has joined the show from time to time to talk about things technical. He's a security expert. He writes for Forbes.com about technical security and safety issues for travelers. And on the subject of avoiding high phone charges abroad, Mark has boiled his advice down to four basic rules. I tell you this because there are articles often written on how not to, you know, spend too much money using a U.S.-based cell phone overseas, but they go on forever, and you go, what, what was that? 
Anyway, he's going to boil it down to four rules. Mark, nice to have you back on the show. I haven't talked to you in a while. Hey, good to, be, good to be back with you, Rudy. All right, what are these four basic rules? Well, first of all, and obviously these are somewhat general, but the first one is never make a voice call with a U.S. registered phone. That but means isn't that, that why you take Verizon it with you? 18, pardon me? Isn't that, why it, isn't that why you take the phone with you? Well, it is, but <clears throat> if you want to save money and, and really not spend a lot of money on calls, then there are alternatives. I'm not saying not to take your U.S. phone. The thing is you can use uh, secondary systems to avoid the high charges. Okay, so, so the first rule is never make a, a regular voice call. Never just pick up your U.S. phone, registered phone, as you do in the U.S., and just dial out. Yeah, and you have to distinguish between a voice call and a data call, which we've talked about before. Data okay. meaning Skype or Vonage. Okay, number two. Okay, so unless you really have to, don't dial the number on your phone. Okay. You use a data service. Okay. Okay, the next thing is if you're going to use Skype or Vonage, which is the new player on the block that's competing with Skype, actually maybe better, um, use a data plan, but don't use your U.S. data plan, or you'll end up spending 50 to 75 cents a minute. If you bought a special data plan, otherwise 20 to 40 dollars per minute. Oh my goodness! Um, it, the normal pricing is 20 dollars a megabyte on, for these carriers. Oh Skype God. uses two to three megabytes per minute. Do the math. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, it's very. Everybody thinks they're saving money simply by using Skype. Not true unless they have the third rule, install a local SIM card in your phone. Now, that means your phone has to be unlocked, but SIM cards are really inexpensive compared to our U.S. carriers. And they carry with them large data plans, like for $20, $30 a month, a gigabyte or more of data, which means you can make all the phone calls you want on Skype or on Vonage. And do you get SIM cards that are country-specific generally or region-specific? Yes, you have to understand Europe and the EU have not adopted global roaming rates yet. It's coming. But they're very expensive, so I was just all over Europe for the last 30 days. I have SIM cards everywhere I go. And, for example, in London, there's no charge for the SIM card. The month cost me about $20 for unlimited mm. usage. Mm. Uh, the final issue is if you carry a second phone, split your communications between receiving calls, making calls, and data. And most airports now in the U.S., large airports, carry international SIM cards by a company called eKit or Telestial. They're the most popular. Nineteen cents a minute when you're in Europe to receive a call from the U.S., that's a lot better than a dollar twenty-nine plus tax. Yeah, and it's actually a really good deal. And they assign you two phone numbers: one in the U.S., one in the U.K. Same SIM card. So if people in Europe call you, there's no charge at all. Very good. Very and good. And so Excellent. those are really the rules. If you don't want to come home with a multiple thousand-dollar phone bill, which a lot of folks have done, if you'll follow the rules, carry a second phone then you come home with almost no phone bill. Right. Okay. So SIM chips and, are key, clearly. And unlock your phone uh, before SIM, you go. Call card. your second, Yes. Call second your carrier and say, card. unlock my phone, right? Well, that's the other issue. If you have a Verizon or AT&T phone and it's not, if it's not unlocked, then you cannot put a foreign SIM card into it. But can you so ask your carrier, Verizon or AT&T, to unlock it for you? 
if you own the phone. Oh, good. Okay. Good if to you're know. on a price, you know, on your contract, they won't unlock it. Oh. But but unlocked phones are inexpensive. Go to Best Buy. Go to any of the retail dealers. You can buy them. Okay. Terrific. You can read more good advice from Mark at his blog. At well, let me give it to you. It's blogs.forbes.com forward slash Mark Weber Tobias. And Mark spells his name with a C, M-A-R-C. Blogs.forbes.com forward slash Mark Weber Tobias. Mark, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Rudy. And after this break, is Mount Everest becoming a rich person's Disneyland? Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Attention men, if you're urinating more often or waking at night to urinate, we want to send you a free bottle of Beta Prostate. Beta Prostate is our best-selling supplement made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and more complete bladder emptying. It's also been shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. To find out how to get your free bottle, just call 800-466-5523. Since Beta Prostate debuted, our warehouse has shipped over 2 million bottles, but there are still men who have yet to discover this amazing supplement. That's why for a limited time, you can try a full 30-day supply of Beta Prostate free. You only pay shipping and handling. This free Beta Prostate giveaway is only available while supplies last. And once it's gone, it's gone. Just call 800-466-5523. That's 800-466-5523. Call 800 800- 466-5523. Hey, new kid. You need to know something about me. I love Honeywell products. No matter what the job, they've got safety covered. Granger is where we get it, with names you know and trust. UVEC safety glasses, Howard Light Hearing Protection, North Respiratory, Miller Fall Systems. Love them. Honeywell, recommended for safety, trusted by me. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to TravelGuard.com. You don't have to buy a whole year's subscription or, or uh, membership. You can, if, you're just, if you only travel one week or two weeks a year, I think Travel Guard can help you out. Anyway, their motto is travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com. Coverage is limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Well, you know, if you don't particularly follow mountain climbing or what's going on in Mount Everest, you might sort of imagine climbing Mount Everest as one of the holy grails, which it is uh, among climbers, one of the things that everyone would love to do. But you may 
envision one or two guys climbing the mountain with a couple loyal Sherpas. In fact, it's become a huge industry climbing Mount Everest, and it's, uh, it involves uh, tour companies that will charge between fifty dollars and $100,000 uh, for you to be able to climb. There are guides, there are porters, there's an entire ecosystem around climbing that mountain, from the villages on the way to the base camp to the gear companies and the, the media that sort of treat the Everest climbing season as their Super Bowl, as a writer in New Yorker uh, magazine put it last week. I want to talk to Tom Whitaker. You may, if you're a regular listener, you know we had him on a few weeks ago talking about a new book for which he wrote the foreword called Incredible Ascents to Everest. Uh, but he himself is a climber, and he has scaled Everest. And I wanted to talk to him a bit about how popular climbing Everest has become because there's this iconic photo from, I think, a year or two ago of this lineup of people waiting to get to the to the top. And I picked up Time magazine the other day, and I saw that um, some of Nep- uh, Nepal's Sherpas want a ladder installed on Mount Everest's Hillary Step to ease congestion on the descent. Um, Tom, welcome back to the show. What What's going on in Everest? Has it just become too popular? I know there's concern about garbage and things that are are there too many people climbing Mount Everest I guess that's the bottom line question well uh, I guess the question is also you know ruined or changed you know yes there are a lot of a lot more people going to Everest now and the guide and guiding services have definitely made um, they they, they've made it um, very much more uh, accessible and um, some mountaineers uh, su- suggest that uh, they're actually feeding people into a very hungry mountain that gobbles up lives and resources and um, uh, that these people are actually climbing it for the wrong reasons. They're not climbing it because they're mountaineers. They're climbing it for the uh, kudos of uh, the summit photograph and we'll, we'll say in the boardroom or whatever and being able to say they got there. And in Ernest Hemingway's day, you know, big game hunting was the thing in the 1930s and 50s. And uh, then people realized that, um, you know, this wasn't the most manly thing in the world to do because these guys were guided in. The big game was culled out by small aircraft. Camps were set up. They'd have their mint juleps and uh, eat and eat their breakfast and then go in by Land Rover to where the game was, get out of the vehicle, and uh, then two shots went into the elephant. And who knew who did the killing shot, you know? And mm-hmm. did the guy actually freeze and not even get a shot off? And uh, then, you know, in, after the hero shot with the elephant um, has, has happened, then in come the native bearers and stuff like that with saws and cut off the feet, and uh, that goes to the taxidermist for waste paper baskets in the office, and uh, the tusks are cut out with axes and and pangas and uh, so on and so forth and then people go no this isn't cool at all this is uh, this is nasty stuff and it no longer was politically correct but now it's very politically correct to have your photograph from the summit of everest you know on your uh, boardroom wall and you know that's kind of what's driving a lot of uh, a lot of this traffic well this year on the nepal side there are almost 400 foreigners with climbing permits and more than four Hundred Sherpas uh, writing in the New Yorker uh, uh, last week on, on Everest. The writer said Everest has evolved has evolved into a seasonal society dominated by the interests of the commercial guiding companies, which are for the most part owned and operated by foreigners. Clients pay as much as one hundred ten thousand dollars a piece to be led up 
Everest. Um, and there was just two weeks ago, there were, uh, you know, there, there was a wait uh, of, of, of more than two hours to climb that Hillary step, the last difficult pitch before getting up to the summit ridge. I mean, it does sound like you're waiting in line at Disney World. I know it's a difficult thing. You have to be physically fit. You have to acclimate. You have to spend a couple months doing it. I mean, you don't just show up and do it and get your picture taken and leave. But is it having an impact on the mountain, Tom, eco-wise? Um, I would uh, probably um, uh, say no, it isn't, because um, the uh, guiding services um, in general are run by uh, responsible, serious mountaineers um, that uh, love the environment and feel that they need to be involved in it. And when you look at uh, the way that uh, humanity uh, changes and uh, goes on, it usually starts by there being a dip, something happening. For instance, uh, in, the, uh, rock, in days of rock climbing in Yosemite Valley, people like Royal Robbins and Yvonne Schoenard would go back 10 years later to climbs that they had first done, and they drive these metal pitons into the cracks uh, so that they can um, safeguard themselves with ropes on the way up. Well, uh, these cracks that used to take a very thin uh, piton, as thick as a knife blade, were now taking um, inch and a half and two-inch uh, pitons to go in the cracks because the pitons were actually destroying the rock and making these, these pockets uh, in the rock. And they go, boy, this has to change. We have to come up with something. Now, they'd heard that over in Britain they have this ethic of uh, clean climbing where um, they were using these uh, little um, aluminum chocks to put in the rock that uh, then you could take out and they don't cause any harm to the environment. And so Yvonne went over there, took a look at what was done, and was going, boy, if we're going to do this in Yosemite, we're going to have to come up with a much bigger range and uh, better equipment than the Brits are using. And so that evolved into a whole line of mountaineering equipment um, that, uh, you know, that are now using active camming units and all kinds of things. But they don't destroy the rock. They're very quick. They're much lighter. And climbers actually prefer it but they had to embrace a harder standard and relearn how to do things in order to do things better. And I think that's one of the geniuses about uh, America. You know, they take a bicycle, they take a motorcycle, and on and on and on, and they just make the damn thing better. And um, I really believe that that's going to happen on Everest. People are going to go get sick and tired of the situation, and they're going to come up with protocols that work and uh, things will get better. This is not to say that it's still not dangerous. Didn't you tell me when, when we talked a couple of weeks ago that uh, th th there was a certain percentage of people who die who climb that mountain? Yes. Well, um, when I climbed Mount Everest um, 15 years ago, uh, this year actually, um, the, uh, the statistics were that for every six successful ascents, one person perishes. Oh. And your chance as a Westerner going to Mount Everest, as a serious mountaineer in good shape, um, wanting to climb the mountain, you had about a 1 in 30 chance of reaching the summit. And uh, so 
um, you know, the, the, odds, the odds weren't terrifically good in your favor, let's put it that way. Um, but that, in some respects, was part of the uh, allure of Everest. Sure, it is sure. not only the world's highest mountain, it's also the world's most dangerous mountain. All right, we only have a minute left, Tom. Has, have those odds changed uh, more favorably? Oh, yes, I, I think so. They, they have. Many more people have got to the summit, um, sometimes, you know, 30-odd in a year. And, um, yes, uh, they're a lot better. And for me, the real fascination of Everest is, is, the, is all the country around it and going to the base of it and seeing this incredible mountain. And if you like, standing naked before the mountain. It's just, it is an incredible thing. And uh, I'm actually leading a trek uh, this fall into Everest Base Camp area, and it's probably one of the best mountain w walks in the world, if you like. Tom, uh, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Is there, do you. is there a place somebody can read some of your writings about this? Do you have a website? or? Yes, I Facebook? do, definitely. It's Tom Whitaker, and Whitaker spelt with an H, W-H-I-T-T-A-K-E-R, and uh, .com, and uh, just go on there, and I've got three really... Uh, cool pieces of video that were, were shot by a friend of mine, Jeff Rhodes, on the mountain. Tom, thank you for joining us. TomWhitaker.com, W-H-I-T-T-A-K-E-R. We'll put a link on Facebook. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Don't touch that dial. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit travelguard.com or rudymaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Save more of your money when you stay at America's Best Value Inn and spend more of your time doing the things you love. With over 1,000 hotels in North America, we've got you covered with free internet and continental breakfast at most locations. Plus, enjoy hundreds of instant rewards with our Value Club. Visit AmericasBestValueIn.com. With value right in our name, you know you're getting a great deal! Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here with me today. Um, we're trying to reach Bill Chalmers, my next guest, who's written a great book called uh, The Great American Vacation Deficit and having a little trouble reaching him. So we got a little extra news I'm going to tell you about while we uh, hope he shows up. If not, we'll, you know, we'll get him at some point. Hey, if you're holding any... Uh, uh, Southwest free drink coupons that the airline told you had expired a few years ago, or if you had them and then threw them away, well, good news. You have until September 2nd to make a claim. The airline uh, agreed to settle a class action suit brought on behalf of business select passengers, those are folks who sit in the front of the plane, 
who were given free drink vouchers prior to August of 2010. Now, even though those vouchers had no expiration date, the airline decreed they were expired. And in a lawsuit filed in 2011, two plaintiffs, Adam Levitt and Herbert Malone, said the policy changes amounted to a breach of contract, making their coupons worthless. A Chicago lawyer, you may have heard him interviewed on this show, named Joe Sipprett, led the legal charge, and now the drinks are on Southwest. The airline could be responsible. The airline settled the suit. The airline could be responsible for as many as 5.8 million vouchers. Now, you figure five bucks for an alcoholic drink, that comes to about 20 nine million dollars plus the airline had to pay attorney fees of as much as seven million dollars so if you think southwest owes you a drink you've got to file a claim before september 2nd you can find details at southwestvouchersettlement.com all one word southwestvouchersettlement.com hey cheers hotels.com released its annual club sandwich index you can't believe how much the price of a club sandwich can vary depending on where you are in the world all I have to say is this. Don't order a club sandwich in Geneva, Switzerland. Hotels.com looked at room service menus at 30 hotels there and found the average price for a club sandwich in Geneva at hotels and for room service was $31.26. The highest price one was in a one five, is, was, was in one five-star hotel where a club sandwich cost $54. Anyway, the average was 31 Paris came in second with an average price of a club sandwich at $28.17, down almost $4 since last year's survey. Go figure. I don't know. Maybe the cost of bacon went down. You're going to find your bargain club sandwiches on the room service menus in New Delhi, Mexico City, Taipei, Bogota, Bangkok, Buenos Aires, Beijing, Rio de Janeiro, Madrid, Dublin, Toronto, and Singapore. Those prices range from a high, this is in the lower end of the scale, a high of $15.83 in Singapore, down to the low-price leader, New Delhi, India, $9.35. You want a club sandwich? That's the place to go. New Delhi. And Edward Snowden, who became one of the world's most famous people in the last 10 days for igniting that controversy over Uncle Sam's secret surveillance program, isn't welcome in the United Kingdom. The British government this week warned the world's airlines not to let Snowden on any planes bound for England because he'd be refused entry to the country. It took United eight years... But at last, the airline boasts lie flat seats in business class on its long haul international flights. But according to Brett Snyder of crankyflyer.com, the Caribbean or from flights from Houston to Bogota or Quito, Ecuador, those aren't considered long haul flights. So you're going to get the domestic, not quite lie flat business seats. Have you ever sat in those seats uh, in business class where they're not quite lie flat? Well, all of us have if you've ever flown business because that for years was the standard. And they, they were like, I don't know, they were down tilted down like 15 to 20 percent you think well that's not a big deal until you try to sleep in one and you keep sliding down the seats you keep sliding down as you're falling asleep um again anything's better than coach so i'm not whining and complaining but um exactly the most comfortable uh way to fly let me do a couple deals i didn't have time for uh, because uh our guest is uh uh not appearing let me tell you some of the things that um if you happen to live in west Co- in the west coast or or can fly out of L.A. to go skiing in Mammoth. Mammoth Mountain is a fabulous place to ski, and it's also gorgeous in the summer, just a gorgeous, gorgeous part of the country. Not a lot of people outside of uh, Northern California and Southern California know about it. But if you can get to L.A., um, or if you live in the Southern California area, um, you've got until July 4th to buy some packets of tickets that will really cut the cost of you going to Mammoth um, between now and uh, the 18th of December. Alaska Airlines is, has got a, uh, uh, what they call their Mammoth Air Packs. You can buy six flights round trip on, uh, for $462 or 10 for 670 That includes all taxes and fees. 
So what that works out to, if you buy the six, oh, excuse me, six one-way flights, not round trips, that'd be three round trips. It works out to only $77 a flight. If you buy the 10-way one, 10 one-way flights for $670, that's only $67 a night. It's a pretty, excuse me, uh, per flight. It's a pretty good deal. Those air packs are valid for travel, as I said, through December 18th, but you've got to buy by July 4th. There's a lot of flexibility because you can book the flights up to a night before. You collect 500 miles on Alaska Airlines. Um, this is a 50% savings over Alaska's full flex fares. Uh, you can also transfer these to families and friends. So if you can't use the flight, uh, you can give it to someone else. Not a bad deal. All right. What can I tell you? If you want to call into the show, you know, we don't do a lot of, if you're a regular listener, you notice we don't do a whole lot of listener calls uh, because I answer questions sort of privately, and, and, and sometimes we'll put somebody in there if I think the call has a universal interest to folks. Um, uh, you know, if somebody's just asking for the most romantic restaurant in the south of France, I'm not going to bother you with it. What? Do you want to know about it? Well, it's called the Chevre d'Or. It's in the perch village of Ez, a medieval village halfway between Nice and Monte Carlo, about a 10-minute drive out of Nice, about a 12-minute drive out of Monte Carlo. So there, that's the answer to that question. You don't have to call in on it. But if you would like to call in, the number is 800-387-8025. You'll get a recording of my voice inviting you to leave a message. Tell me what time zone you're in. If it's a question I can answer or you want to put on the air, I may call you back. Meanwhile, stick around. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world with more Travel Talk. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. If you want to work until you drop, reduce your standard of living in retirement or lose more of your hard-earned money in the stock market, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to generate a steady, predictable income, I'm talking real wealth and financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. A free report is now available that reveals the money-making secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. This report reveals how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and wealth-building power without risking your hard-earned money in the Wall Street casino. How you can bypass banks and credit cards and become your own source of financing. And how to get the money you need when you need it, simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. And it beats the pants off any IRA or 401k. To learn more about this method and to get your free special report, visit bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com. www.bankonyourself.com. Attention men. If you're urinating more often or waking at night to urinate, we want to send you a free bottle of beta prostate. Beta prostate is our best-selling supplement made with a natural ingredient that supports healthy urine flow and more complete bladder emptying. It's also been shown to reduce waking at night from the urge to urinate. To find out how to get your free bottle, just call 800-466-5523. Since Beta Prostate debuted, our warehouse has shipped over 2 million bottles, but there are still men who have yet to discover this amazing supplement. That's why for a limited time, you can try a full 30-day supply of Beta Prostate free. You only pay shipping and handling. This free beta prostate giveaway is only available while supplies last. And once it's gone, it's gone. Just call 800-466-5523. That's 800-466-5523. Call 800-466-5523. America, it's time to wake up. 
to more value. Join America's Best Value In's Free Value Club. Not only will you get 15% off your next day, a room upgrade and late checkout when available, but you'll get access to hundreds of discounts for theme parks, movies, shopping, dining, and more. Register online at americasbestvalueinn.com. With over 1,000 hotels in North America, it's time to wake up to more value. Only at America's Best Value Inn. You hear that rattle, kid? That's an unbalanced condenser fan. That's bad. Unbalanced things break. Broken things cost money. Spending money leads to unbalanced budgets. That's why I like Granger. They balance my needs with my budget. Granger has counterweights, fan blades, motors, everything we need to keep this place humming. Not rattling, humming. The Granger catalog in all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where it's all travel all the time. George Morgan Grenville is the CEO of a travel agency, well, excuse me, not a travel agency, a tour company in uh, the U.K. called Red Savannah. And this is a fairly, as they would say in London, upmarket uh, tour company. They specialize in luxury travel, a subject that is of endless fascination to me because it's a definition that's always changing. I invited him on the show to talk about that. George, welcome to the United States. Welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you aboard. Thanks very much, Rudy. Good to be with you. All right. What, 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 what is your definition of luxury travel? Uh, because you and I talked before the show, and you say it's always changing and that it's changed recently as well. Well, I think travel itself has changed so much in the, in the last 20 years. And I think you, it's very hard to define luxury travel uh, as one specific thing. Um, it, luxury means different things to different people. And um, I think what's really happened in the, last, in, in the last 20 years or so, there's been a, a paradigm shift, um, really, from the material to the experiential. And, it, and in travel terms, um, luxury is not really necessarily a of a physicality uh, it's more about a state of mind so one person might feel that luxury is lying on a beach uh, another person may feel that luxury is is walking in the himalayas and staying in a beautiful village house amongst local people and you you just de- you describe some of your trips and so when you you as the owner of red savannah um Give me a couple examples of what you would tell tell someone at a cocktail party is a typical luxury trip to, in your mind and in your company's mind. Well, I think you know nowadays people don't just want to see places; they they want to participate. Um, and I'll give you a, sort of a couple of examples. We had a gentleman recently who runs um, a very successful private equity firm. He'd been extremely busy. Um, I think they've been doing some quite big deals. And he wanted to go walking in Bhutan. But he didn't just want to walk in Bhutan. He wanted to get under the skin of the country. And so we were able to arrange for him to um, meet the Rinpoche uh, of one of the monasteries. Now, the Rinpoche in the uh, Buddhist religion is higher than a lama, 
and uh, as I understand it, it's about as close to enlightenment uh, as a human being can get. And so we arranged for him to have a private dinner to discuss and understand Buddhism uh, with the Rinpoche. And, you know, he came back and, and he said that this whole trip had been life-changing to him and that he'd, he'd kind of understood a different side of life. And so I think, you know, people very often misunderstand the word luxury. They think that it's got, you've got to be staying in a five-star resort, you've got to have an infinity swimming pool, and that's all very nice. But actually, I think our definition of real luxury is to be able to have an experience that you couldn't otherwise have imagined or envisaged before you went on the trip. Um, and in order to do that, that means you've got to be able to have great connections on the ground. You've got to really know what you're talking about. You've got to know the local contacts. You've got to be able to get people off the tourist trail um, and inside local society. I, I love the story about the the uh, money manager. Did he sort of sell the firm and go sit on a mountain <laughs> the rest of his life? I mean, <laughs> No, I think he came back and just made more money when he got back. <laughs> Now, when you said you but, paired uh, you him know, with him... An, another example was we had a, uh, a family. It was a, uh, a 50th birthday party. And we, there's a, I don't know if you know this. In, in America, somebody turns 50 every seven seconds of every day. Uh, so it's quite, we get quite a lot of requests for 50th Every birthdays. how many seconds is that? How many, every, every how many seconds? Every seven seconds wow. of every day, somebody turns 50. Okay, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. So um, they went. They wanted to go on a migration safari in Tanzania. This was a very well-traveled family. They'd been everywhere. They'd seen everything. And so we took them out to see the great migration in the Serengeti, which um, you know is, is one of the great sites of the world, where you've got over one and a half million wildebeest migrating northwards. And they um, stopped at the um, place called Ngorongoro Crater, which is beautiful extinct volcano where you actually do your safaris down on the crater floor which is 110 square miles it has its own ecosystem inside the volcano but when they came up we had arranged a little bar to be set up on the rim of the volcano and the whole family sat down and they watched the sun go down and they were talking and they were excited about what they'd seen on their safari uh, that is terrific. I've got to let you go. The company is... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you your website out of this commercial break. Thank you so much, George. Speak with Rudy Max. Call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 43 minutes after the hour, uh, my interview ended a little abruptly with George Morgan Grenville in that previous segment. I just wanted to tell you the name of his company. It's Red Savannah, S-A, well, like Savannah, Georgia, redsavannah.com uh, uh, if you'd like to uh, check it out. Let me just make sure that's his website. Yeah, Red Savannah. Dot com. Um, in the previous segment, we had a little trouble getting hold of Bill Chalmers. I think we had a typo in our schedule for his phone number. Anyway, 
No harm, no foul. He's with us now. You may know his television series, uh, Global Scavenger Hunt, but he's also just written a new book. It's called America's Vacation Deficit Disorder, subtitled Who Stole Your Vacation? Well, you can guess the subject, and I couldn't agree with him more. Uh, Bill Chalmers is a uh, writer, a philanthropist. He's a professional traveler. He lives in Santa Monica and Vancouver, California, and Vancouver, B.C. Nice to have you on the show, Bill. Welcome back. Thank you, Rudy. I was on vacation for a few seconds. I know. That's that's how we... Don't worry, I can talk on the air. It's a joy of live radio, for goodness and, sake, Bill. And, no and problem. That, and, that's how, and that's how long, sadly, the average American vacation is these days. <laughs> well, I gather you agree... I gather I agree with you that we have a terrific vacation deficit disorder. I have very close friends. A woman I'm dating only has two weeks vacation a year. It breaks my heart. What's going on? And Why two, are we this way? And, well, and two weeks, you're really lucky to have two weeks. Uh, half the people in America don't have any vacation benefits at all. Zero. No. Half no. of America. And it goes from there. You know, I think those a lot of the things you and I already know about, the fact that we are the no-vacation uh, nation, we do suffer from uh, uh, vacation starvation, all those great terms. But my book tried to go into the narrative. I originally went into it under the idea of understanding why Americans love their leisure time into taking vacations. Because I remember, as you probably do, piloting into the car at a young age and traveling for two weeks, driving across the country and going to touchstones. That yeah, it's like a baby boomer anymore. thing. Definitely a baby that boomer thing. Happen. Nobody has time to do that anymore. Well, and that's one of the things that sold our vacations is the technology and the time, and we're cr living crazy busy lives. Uh, and there's a lot of factors to it, and I was very dismayed by what I found out in the research after a couple of years. Okay, so what, what, what's the deal? Are we just all workaholics? Are we afraid we're going to lose our jobs? Are the world's going to fall apart if we leave our desks? Yes. <laughs> there, there's a great catch-22 catch in America right now that uh, if, you, if you do go on vacation, uh, the, 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 the wheels of the bus may fall apart because you, are, of course, are the master of the universe and nothing can function without you. But on the flip side, there's also the, the psychological distress that goes with, well, if I did take a two-week vacation, they would realize they could get along without me. And we live in such a precarious state economically. Our, our social contract has changed over the last 20, 30, 40 years. And because of that, people feel very stressed out leaving their jobs. Oh, dear. That is uh, – uh, Jeff, check the live stream, will you? Um, uh, uh, Bill, this is just bad news. What – Okay, if you were sitting down with somebody, what would you advise them to do? I mean, I, I also think, wait a minute, let me, let, me, let me preface that. I also know there are studies showing that people who do have vacation time sometimes only use half of it. Did 70, you find that during yeah, research? You're right, Ruth. Right, 70% of the people that do have vacation time don't use it all. Think about that. They're giving, at right now, what my analysis was, that we're giving back 85 to $100 billion a year to our employers not to take our vacation. Think about how crazy that is. It's like the average worker in America is giving back a $600 a month or $600 a year check to their employer and saying, thanks, I don't need that vacation. How crazy uh. is that? But it's worse than that, Rudy. What I found, I'm an economist at heart, and what I found is I crunched the numbers. I started adding up a lot of different things and looking at different things. This is costing American businesses, American health care, over a trillion dollars a year because we're not healthy, we're not recharged, we're not on our jobs when we need to be, a trillion dollars a year. All right, doctor, what's your uh, prognosis? What, what, what's your diagnosis? What, what do we got to do? Well, my diagnosis is, first of all, that people need to, to relax a little bit and enjoy their leisure, even when they have shut their phones off. But we need 
a, a mandate from the government. And I know the M word is a bad word in America, but we are the only Christian capitalist Western democracy in the world that does not mandate vacations. And because it's not a legal law of the land, people don't take their vacations because they're worried about the insecurities of the job place. If we had a mandated vacation, then everybody got two weeks to work, more people would take vacations, and it might solve our trillion-dollar-a-year problem. Is there anybody advocating for this, any politician of any, uh, any authority? Uh, cynically, no. Uh, there was one a while ago, a uh, gentleman, Grayson, from uh, the great state of Florida and the great district of Orlando, Florida. You can imagine who his great patron is, uh, Disney World. That <laughs> uh, yeah, did, in, in, in the year 2008, did put forth a vacation act. It went nowhere. It didn't even get, it sit on the committee floor for more than a minute. Oh, no. All right. And, well, and, what... and the sad part is, Rudy, is that over 75% of the people in America agree that there should be a mandating of vacation, but we just right. simply don't have the political will to do it. All right. Either elect Bill Chalmers to Congress or take Dr. Bill Chalmers' advice and use your vacation. His new book is called America's Vacation Deficit Disorder, Who Stole Your Vacation? Is, is the best website still globalscavengerhunt.com? Globalscavengerhunt.com, of course, but it is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles and better bookstores. Terrific, Bill. Well, I second your emotion. I wish we all did take more vacation, and I thank you so much for joining us, and uh, uh, nice to have you aboard. We'll talk to you again. Thank you, Rudy. Bye-bye. Come to the end of the two hours of Rudy Max's World. Oh, happy Father's Day to everybody, first of all, out there who's a dad or about to be a dad or thinking about becoming a dad. I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my engineer, who makes my words fly through the air right into your ears. It's amazing. I don't know how he does that. Janet Acevedo McDonald is my executive producer. I'm Rudy Max. Hope to see you here same time, same station next weekend. We'll talk more travel. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.